Praise the Lord. Greetings. Men and women are equally prone to transitions or midlife crisis. However, it appears differently in both genders. Many people's life structure revolves primarily around family and job, but they can also incorporate religion and economic status. People typically rethink their objectives and ambitions in midlife as well as pursue those desires that may have been put on hold owing to family obligations. A midlife crisis is a period of transition and hardship for persons who are in or near middle age. Midlife is defined differently by different people. And research on the typical midlife crisis age is limited. Not everyone goes through a midlife crisis. Much recent research calls into question the existence of a midlife crisis. However, any shift might cause an identity crisis. Some people believe that the transition to middle age is one example of such a change. Maybe you have a steady work, are somewhat successful, have a fair salary, a few children and pets, a spouse and live in a nice area. The only problem is that it all feels fake. Yes, you adore your children and partner, but you can't deny that behind it all, you're hollow on the inside. The once solid walls that surrounded you are now eroding and something in your stomach is biting at you like a crazy beast. But what's the matter with you? You're in your 40s and should be feeling comfortable by now, right? In your 40s, 50s or 60s, most men begin to feel unsatisfied with their lives and your mental health practitioner is unlikely to formally diagnose you with a midlife crisis and recommend medication or a special sort of midlife crisis management therapy. Men may experience discontent, anxiety, despair or regret when they move from the initial portion of their adult life to middle age. Women may suffer emotional and physical abandonment, estrangement and a transition as they go through hormonal and physiological shifts and the emotional roller coaster that comes with it. They have raised their children and now they can do anything they want with their lives and their careers. For some, the midlife transition can be eliminating, but it can also be difficult. A multitude of circumstances including support from spouses and other loved ones influence whether a midlife transition turns into significant depression or a chance for growth. Not everyone breezes through their midlife transition. We live in an individual era. As a result of our me-first corporate and materialist society, our capacity to relate empathetically and effectively with others deteriorates and our families, friendships and relationships become as unstable as ever. As a result, an increasing number of us are feeling the solitude of being abandoned, tricked and forgotten. Abandonment may take many different forms. Unwanted and unloved feelings can materialize physically, emotionally, mentally and even spiritually. But one thing all of these varied aspects of neglect have in common is the huge gaping vacuum they leave in our life. When we endure extreme abandonment or neglect, especially in our 40s, the trauma of that event tends to stick with us for the remainder of our lives. 
However, these terrible events only remain within us if we do not investigate them. When we leave these events unexplored for too long, they become our coarse cars or the deepest fundamental ideas we have about ourselves on an unconscious basis. Some of our insecurities could revolve around fears of mortality. As your body begins to exhibit symptoms of wear and tear, you know you aren't as young as you once were. When you were in your 20s, you could believe that life was infinite, but now you can't. This increasing realization may trigger the next symptom. Asking deep questions about your life. You begin to ask questions that you may have avoided as a younger person. What is the meaning of life? Does life continue after death? What is my sole purpose or destiny? Is there anything more to life than generating money and raising a family? Feeling stuck and stagnant. You get a strong sensation of claustrophobia or being stuck in a box which is difficult to explain logically. Your ego has grown unduly tough set in its ways and standard in routines. You long for adventure. You want to break free, do something else or be something different, anything, to avoid that awful sense of being stuck. Feeling depressed and anxious. You are lacking motivation to achieve anything. You are overcome with apathy. Identifying what is wrong with you or your life will become an obsession of yours. You're not sure what will offer you that sense of joy or fulfillment anymore sense of disillusionment reflecting on your life thus far you realize that nothing you've done has ultimately offered you the long-term serenity contentment or satisfaction you've sought you don't know what your purpose is what is your life's purpose why are you on this planet what exactly is the point these are the kinds of questions that come to mind Time feels more precious. As you approach your 40s, you begin to perceive time differently. Looking back on endeavors that now seem empty, you may experience guilt. You will want to start performing things and spending time with individuals that make you feel worthwhile. You will rethink your relationships. As time becomes more valuable, you will consider your intimate relationships more carefully. Do they make you happy? Is there still a spark of love between them? Do the people in your life meet your mental, emotional or spiritual needs? You feel the impulse to do something, anything, with the worry of squandering your life and the knowledge that it is already half gone. You want to do anything to pull yourself out of that rut out of the uncomfortable sensations you are experiencing. Perhaps you decide to buy a high-priced automobile, sell your home or relocate to another nation. Some of the stuckness may go away but a deeper need remains. Psychosomatic illnesses emerge. With all the stress that comes with being in a crisis, you may get weird illnesses that have no apparent biological origin and are instead induced by your emotional condition. Persistent weariness, chronic discomfort, sleeplessness, headaches and migraines and gastrointestinal difficulties are examples of psychosomatic disorders. Your values start to shift or become more dominant. 
if you have spent the majority of your life chasing achievements, financial security or prestige, you'll see that these ideals are dissolving as you reflect on how they never got to you, what you actually desired. If you value family, love, connection, true life, these values will become more prominent especially if you have never had the opportunity to completely immerse yourself in them. But you must be alert to the distinction between midlife transitions and midlife crisis-induced depression. In midlife, people need to be aware of symptoms of serious depression such as change in eating habits, change in sleeping habits, fatigue, feelings of pessimism or hopelessness, restlessness, anxiety or irritability, feelings of guilt, helplessness or worthlessness, loss of interest in activities once enjoyed, including sex and hobbies, thoughts of suicide or attempts at suicide, physical aches or pains such as headaches or gastrointestinal upsets that don't respond to treatment. Bible verse Deuteronomy 4 verse 31 Moses said, For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not abandon or destroy you or forget the covenant with your ancestors, which he confirmed to them by oath. This is a powerful promise of God's commitment to his people. How do we overcome our insecurities and embrace this rite of passage of midlife crisis with spiritual help? Number 1. Overcoming Discouragement About Physical Aging Physical aging is a truth that we must not just accept but embrace, learning to appreciate this period of our physical bodies like we would an antique vintage automobile with worn pieces that contain unique importance. Then, as the verse says, we and others might recognize the power in our life that comes from God rather than our own strength. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16 to 18 Despite the fact that our exterior humanity is crumbling and rotting, our inner humanity is reborn every day. You see, the fleeting sufferings of this life are preparing us for an everlasting grandeur that surpasses everything we know here. As a result, we do not focus on what we can see with our eyes. All that is ephemeral, it will go away. Instead, we concentrate on the things we cannot see, which continue to exist indefinitely. This is an excellent moment in our life to focus on making our mark. Even when our outer selves begin to degrade, we may spiritually breathe in fresh life every day. Even if we can't run, we may work towards being smarter than ever before, leveraging the combination of our years of experience and our reliance on God to grow ever wiser. Number 2. Overcoming Settling for Survival as we become older and confront more of life's trials and obligations, we might sometimes feel the weight of those challenges or responsibilities crushing our spirits. Kids maturing, financial hurdles mounting, career advancing, parents aging. One option is to just cling on and try to 
ride the wave while managing the storms. However, when our spiritual and emotional vitality dwindles and we allow ourselves to accept life with a crushed spirit, we may find it simpler to settle for survival rather than struggle for renewed vision rather of settling. Let us look ahead to developing fresh vision focused on how we might expand ourselves. Psalm 71 verse 18 Give me grace to demonstrate to the next generation all of your mighty miracles and your excitement to show them your magnificent power. As Psalm 71 implies, we should be thinking and dreaming about how we can train and nurture the next generation around us, not only our own kids, but younger people in our workplace and in church around us. Number 3. Overcoming Fears of the Future Most of our children are in their adolescent or years, college years, that will where they may have reached while we have reached our middle age. As we observe gaps in their character that need to be filled and their adolescent responsibility in various areas, we may wonder if we have adequately equipped our children to succeed in the huge high-pressure world out there. We forget that when we were in our teens, we still had a lot of character development still to undertake. Finally, as we become older, we may become more fearful about prospects for our careers to develop or conclude where we previously planned to. We may be concerned about what retirement may entail while we have earned our positions sufficiently to finance our future when we quit working. Will we be able to live the rest of our lives comfortably? We don't want to have to rely on our children or friends to bail us out because we didn't plan our retirement correctly. The anxieties listed above are just a few examples but it's critical that we all delve inside to discover and confront our own specific midlife worries about the future. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 for I know the plans I have for you, says the Eternal, plans for peace, not evil, to give you a future and hope. Never forget that. To face these worries, we must recall Jeremiah 29 and replace our genuine fears about the future with bravery, prayer, and diligent planning. This is when spiritual and mature connections with other individuals in our life stage as well as retirees who can help us plan wisely for that period ahead might come in handy. We don't have to know everything. We only need to seek assistance and be humble in order to understand how to take the measures that will best prepare us for our future stages. Number 4 overcoming disappointment or regret. We don't have to know everything. We only need to seek assistance and be humble in order to understand how to take the measures that will best prepare us for our future stages. Philippians 3 verse 13 to 14. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Additionally, when we share God's dream of changing the world, then experience is an asset. The more experiences we embrace, the more people we can relate to. 
Paul considered even weaknesses to be an asset to win people over. Ultimately, God knows our current days can keep being our best days and nudges us forward to take hold of all he still has planned for us. Just look at Abraham later in life. Just as he did for Abraham, God makes purposes out of our regrets and disappointments. These vulnerabilities become the fuel that makes us real and authentic. Number 5 Overcoming unbelief in making impact ahead. Finally, when we can really struggle to believe, this might not be doubt that God is real or that He can do amazing things in our life, but maybe more so that He is done using us to do amazing things that our best days and impact are behind us. John 6 verse 29, Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one He has sent. Again, this is a great place to reinvent our perspective and think about how we can make others around us better. How can we help others around us who are younger become the best version of who they can be by sharing our experiences and being willing to invest our hearts and vision in them? Let's decide to believe we can do even greater things ahead in life rather than just in the glory of the days behind us. Instead of looking back on days past for relevance, let's look forward to constantly reinventing ourselves spiritually to create new glory days. Let us pray. Dear Father, I need you. I acknowledge that I have sinned against you by directing my own life. I thank you that you have forgiven my sins through Christ's death on the cross for me. I now invite Christ to take his place on the throne of my life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit as you commanded me to be filled, as you promised in your word that you would do if I asked in faith. I pray this in the name of Jesus as an expression of my faith. I thank you for directing my life and for filling me with the Holy Spirit. Amen. I wish you all a very beautiful day ahead. May God bless you all. Take care. Stay safe. Stay blessed.